Hey everyone, and welcome to the Pop Rewind Podcast. I'm Lee. And I'm Linz. And we have a very enjoyable episode for you today. How do I know it's enjoyable? Because we haven't recorded it yet. That's right. We're uh, doing this in real time, aren't we? We sure are. I know. That's kind of wacky. We never do that. I know. What are we going to be talking about today? I don't know. We haven't recorded it yet. Oh, man. Can we just like see a half hour into the future and see how this one turned out? Then we could tell them if it was awful or not. All right. Let's see. Uh, oh, no. This one's a bad one. No, wait. I think you're looking at the next episode. This one's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, this one's good. Okay. So we're, uh, we will be, and we maybe already have, talked about toys we didn't have and are glad we didn't have, and maybe even some that we shouldn't have had. Uh, I'm sure all of you own Pizza Gack at some point, and that's kind of what we're hitting home at with that one. All right, what were some of the toys you never got to have growing up? Well, when you brought this topic up originally, there were three things that popped in my mind that I would put on my Christmas list every year, and I think a couple of them still might sneak on there. So the very first thing I immediately thought of was a rock tumbler. I'm never buying you that. Stop putting it on your list. Oh, come on. They're probably not even that expensive. I have no idea. How much do you think a rock tumbler is? Like 30 bucks. You are way mistaken. It's like $40 million. What? Yeah, I can't afford that yet. All right. Well, I, have to I w- guess wait that's till I win why the lottery you- tomorrow. <laughs> I guess that's why eight-year-old Lynn's never got a rock tumbler. Yeah. But I mean, it seems like a good gift for a kid, right? What does a rock tumbler do? I remember seeing that at Toys R Us. It was like the silver machine with the red barrel, right? Yeah, and you, I guess, throw a bunch of rocks in there, and then you crank it, and then it makes it into pretty rocks? Did it actually do a good job? I don't know. I never got one. And I'm looking back, I'm really glad I didn't, because I had a gravel driveway growing up. And I have a gravel driveway now, and I would just have bags of rocks everywhere. And not a driveway. Yeah. Or just, like, really shiny rocks in my driveway. <laughs> I don't know. That's how you make your uh, driveway look like a million bucks, right? Oh, that's, oh that would have done so well for the resale value. Dang. You should have done... Go buy one right now. Here's $40 million. Cha-ching. Oh, you're the best. I know I am. Um, what would happen if you put a pet rock in a rock tumbler? That's cruel. What would happen? That's like a massacre. You could be arrested. Really? For no. rocks. I don't think it's a massacre if it's only one pet rock. It's got to be at least six. I never got the rock tumbler either, but I remember that always being one I'd see on the aisle at Toys R Us. There'd be like the video game accessories. So you'd see like the Super Scope 6 or Game Gear TV tuner. And then at the end of it, there would be that rock tumbler. And it's, I don't know why they kept these in glass cases. Well, if they're $45 million. Well, that's true, especially at Toys R Us. That's a pretty high end, mm. high end thing, even, uh, even when Beanie Babies were at their craze. All right, so neither of us had rock tumblers, sadly. No, but yeah, that was one I always was curious about. Maybe we should buy one. I kind of want to. I'm okay with this. But on the other hand, like, growing up, we'd go to the beach, and I would collect beach glass and everything. So I, even Wait, still, I've got beach bags glass? of beach glass. Yeah. Like, just broken Coke bottles in the sand, or what? Yeah, but they were tumbled by the by nature's natural rock tumbler, the ocean. I well, must not understand what the lake. whole tumbling process. What does it do? I mean, 
Wait, no, I no. Think... I know what it does. It puts animated GIFs on the internet. <laughs> now that's a GeoCities website. Another thing that was always on my list year after year was Puppy Surprise. You really wanted a Puppy Surprise? Yeah, well, I really wanted a puppy, but that wasn't going to happen. So next best thing is Puppy Surprise. Let me understand this. Your parents denied you a real puppy. Sadly, you asked for a toy puppy and were denied that as well. But I really wanted a puppy surprise. So that was the stuffed toy puppy and it would be pregnant with like little baby puppies. I don't know if that was a toy that was kind of gender neutral or marketed toward girls or what, but I remember seeing the commercial and I wanted one too. I was like, that's kind of cool. I mean, how many puppies are there inside? There could be two or three or four or five. Right? Yeah. I mean, my luck, I'd get the one with two, but even still. I do know somebody that got the five. That is an urban myth. No, it's totally true. According to them. Yeah. yeah. Convenient. Mm. I don't know. There were a few things like that. I want. You remember Mighty Max? I really wanted Mighty Max. Oh, that was kind of like Polly Pockets, right? But for dudes? Yeah. Um, I didn't end up getting Mighty Max, even though I kind of liked the show, which was blatantly to sell the toys. Um, but I did have the X-Men variant where it was like little Magneto play sets or something. I was kind of into those. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, they were neat. I mean, they weren't that great, but, you know, I did it. I think, I think the only Mighty Max I had was like the McDonald's toy variation. What about cool tools? They looked and they felt... But they were not route. Wait. <laughs> cool tools. Cool, cool tools. Cool, cool tools. Cool tools. Everybody remembers that song. Do you think if you did get cool tools that you would be good at fixing things now? I have a feeling that my plastic saw and hammer would not actually fix anything around my home. Hmm. Yeah. I remember when I wanted cool tools... The moment I really wanted them was when they brought out that one and in the commercial they're like sawing some wood or something and the kid looks like he sliced his finger off and the dad like throws off the safety goggles. He's like, oh man! And then the kid's like, but they're not real! <laughs> so did you want it just so you could prank your parents? Yes. I can see why they did not get it for you. Yeah, like I actually wanted to do any legitimate work. Not much has changed on that front. Uh, you know, another thing I always wanted as a kid was Silly String. I never... Okay, I take that back. I had one can of Silly String. We bought it before we went like on a summer-long vacation once when I was a kid. And then we got back, and the Silly String did not work. And it was too late oh. to return it. So I never got to use Silly String. Ever. I know I've used it once or twice. I don't think I ever had my own can to run around with. I think it was more of a... Uh, I was at someone's birthday party as a kid, and there was Silly String. It just felt like Silly String was just, like, such a thing to have in the early 90s. Like, all these Nickelodeon game shows, they were just spraying people with Silly String. No. I'm sure parents loved it. Oh, yeah. My parents loved anything that made a mess. Was there anything else that you really wanted? Oh, yes. Back to my, my list there. The third thing that was always on my list year after year was the board game Operation. Yes. Yes. And I've, I never got it. I never really understood why. Because, I mean, I'm asking for a board game. What are those, like, 15 bucks? <laughs> how not much, a, how much was Puppy Surprise? Present. 15 bucks. 
<laughs> yeah. But always denied Operation Ed. You know, I go to Toys R Us on a weekly basis because I'm an adult and I walk past the board games and I always think I should just pick it up. Yeah. But I never do. And well, I don't really need more clutter and crap in my house. I've got enough toys as it is. So I always walk away from the board games, but I still, I really want to play. You know, there were some board games I always wanted and never got. Operation was one. Uh, Battleship was another. Particularly that talking Battleship from the mid-90s. That was pretty cool. Um, you wanted Battleship? Battleship's awesome. Like on purpose? Yes. Yes. Why? Because I liked making people make the ship noises. <laughs> <laughs> You hit my ship. Uh, Domino Rally, 13 Dead and Drive, which my cousin had, and we played it like one time, and it was awful, so we invented our own rules, and it wasn't much better. Grape Escape and Splat, which, let's face it, Grape Escape and Splat were basically the same game, right? Oh my god, I wanted Grape Escape so bad, and I went and I rewatched the commercial earlier today, and I still want Grape Escape. Smash and blash and third factory. Like, they really got you with that jingle, and then the animation, the clay animation stuff. So good. Like, if they still sold it, I'd be all over it. Splat, splat, splat stuff is where it's at. They were like the same commercial, I think. I don't know if I saw Splat. Yeah. You remember Don't Wake Daddy? Like, the whole premise of the board game is, like, tiptoe around the bed, and this guy just sits up, and he's like, hey, you kids. That's, like, the whole game. I I had a variation of that. It was called Don't Wake the Dragon. So you were a penguin, and you had to go around the board with, like, an egg on your head and not wake the dragon. Why are there dragons and penguins in the same universe? I never asked. I don't know. <laughs> I think your parents just bought you some crap from the dollar store and was like, this is just as good as Operation. It was fun. I mean, it didn't fill the void of Operation, but I still had a good time. I always wanted one of those um, those giant car mats that you could put your Hot Wheels on. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Dra- I want to do my whole house with that, like, as carpeting. Wouldn't it be awesome? And then, like, you could just, you know... Lay down on your floor and start, like, driving your fingers down the road or something. Yes. Yeah, that would be awesome. What else did you want? Another board game that I wanted that I never got and that it's good that I didn't get was that Nightmare board game, the VHS one. Oh, yeah. That was pretty spooky, wasn't it? It was. I mean, even looking up the YouTube videos for it still kind of freaks me out. But I had a neighbor who had it, and I had a friend... Her older brothers were really into horror stuff, so they had all the nightmare games, and we would do sleepovers, and we'd play it all night. And I had to play it off as though I was not scared, but I totally was. Did you ever have Gak? That's another one I wanted, but I never got, and I know I never got it because my mom knew I would just smash it into the carpet. Well, considering you used to throw toys down the AC vent in your room, I'm thinking they were probably onto something with that. Oh. Yeah. I um I had Gak. I remember when Gak came out, you couldn't find it right away. Like they were advertising it way before it was in stores and you could find like this Nickelodeon slime. So you'd buy that, hoping that would hold you over, and it wasn't really good. It was just like snot kind of stuff. But then Gak finally came out and it was like I don't know, it was like this rubbery substance in a funny little jar. 
that if you squished just right, it would go. And it was just amazing. I would just sit there and do that. My mom would be like, stop that. It was great. Yeah, you definitely shouldn't have had that. So you can make your own Nickelodeon slime. Is there a recipe where you can make your own gack? I don't know about that. I think they brought gack back a few years ago, and I wasn't able to find any. Uh, oh. But like in its heyday, gack was just everywhere, and it was like every variation. Like, Do you, do you remember they had pizza gack and popcorn gack? No. <laughs> Whoa. Remember, you owned gack. Did it smell like pizza and popcorn, or did it come in a pizza-shaped container? It smelled like pizza and popcorn, but the nastiest part was, after a few weeks, it started smelling like old pizza crust you found under your bed, Gak. Oh. <laughs> it was so... It got that, like, burning pizza aroma that, like, all those pizza-flavored chips and stuff had. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, that's... Mm. Yeah, it was kind of brutal, actually. Not a good marketing move. So, you know, I guess that's really more of a toy that I had, but maybe shouldn't have had. Right. I'm sure you had a few like that. That I shouldn't have had? Yeah, well, I mean, going back to me throwing things down the vents at my parents' house, anything small would go down there. Barbie shoes and especially light bright pegs. So I should not have had a light bright. I liked how when we would hang out in that room in the summers, like the AC just didn't work. Yeah, but if you need a Barbie shoe, I could hook you up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> did you throw pogs down there? I did not throw pogs down there. Uh, unfortunately, I got rid of my pog collection many, many years ago, which sucks because I started collecting pogs again. Really? Yeah. So do you want... Well, not actively. If I see them at the thrift store, then I buy them up. I think I have some icy pogs and plenty of x-men pogs um somewhere i have an oj simpson slammer that he looks like bart simpson and says i didn't do it man are you serious yeah my mom would not let me buy those okay i remember being on vacation and they had like these huge displays of these oj simpson pogs and like i need them i was like no <laughs> absolutely not yeah my mom denied it to me as well and so when she wasn't looking, I walked back down the other side of the mall and bought one. And when she saw what it was, she got so mad, I put $8 down on one of those. Whoa, $8 for one? I think that's a piece of 90s history, though. Wow, I'm so jealous that you got the OJ Simpson pog. Speaking of pogs, one of the other things that I did have that I shouldn't have had was a pog maker. Yes! Or, sorry, milk cap maker, I believe it was. No, it was actually pog maker. Wasn't it? Are you sure? I had one of these. I bought one at a thrift store like 10 years ago. The only thing I made with it, because I found some, I guess maybe about a year ago, I was cleaning and found some. And I had this Pog Maker around the time that Sailor Moon was starting to come on. And I just had Sailor Moon newspaper articles. So like black and white photos of <laughs> Sailor Moon on the Pogs. Wow. I bet those look great. Yeah, especially they... once you glued them on. Yeah, they did not look great. So I think if I was a little more creative with my pog making, then I would have been okay with it. But looking back, I was like, really? I used newspaper clippings. Come on, mm. that's like borderline serial killer. When I got a pog maker, I was during that delightful period. We kind of transitioning into adulthood, and so I thought it would be fun to make, you know, kind of some frat house fun ones. You know, it wasn't in a frat house, but I did it anyway. 
and pretended. And so I had uh, I had made one that had like Abe Lincoln wearing sunglasses. Okay. I made pogs of my friends. But I got to tell you though, there was nothing more exciting than like seeing a pog with me on it. So what were some of your toys you had as a kid that you shouldn't have had? Uh, well, as an adult, obviously I shouldn't have had the pog maker, but um, one of the toys I had as a kid, and I would probably say the most disappointing toys I ever had as a kid, and I'm not saying that it was all of them, but of them, some of the most disappointing toys I had as a kid were Ninja Turtle toys. No, not, oh, oh no, 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 oh. no, no, sword in before you get angry here. Listen up. Oh. Uh, the Krang figure, I know that's like nice and desired now, but I remember spending $17 of my birthday money to get that. And I brought it home and it was such an awful toy. I cried until my mom took me back to the store to return it. Wow. That was a f- really? Yeah, that was the first refund I got in my life. So what was it that you didn't like? It just it looked awful. It, it didn't match the quality of the other turtle toys, such as like, you know, baseball Raphael and, you know, surf magic lifeguard Michelangelo. These are some controversial statements you're making. I know. And like the, that, that Ninja Turtle sewer house, that thing was cool, but I got to tell you, that broke a lot. And it was really hard to rebuild and store it and... But, you know, the worst Ninja Turtle toys, the worst, Mm -hmm. you know, whenever a new line came out, you pretty much felt like you were going to buy all four. But a lot of times you'd try and just get one. So you'd end up with these random one sets. You'd have to decide, well, I want the Raph or the Donatello because those are the only two options. And um, so I got the Raphael Ninja Turtle talker that you ran this little strip of plastic through his through a sore lid on his back and he was supposed to make him talk okay i never really got it to work so i just like run it through and be like but in the commercials it made it sound like you'd run it through and he'd go cowabunga would you like fries with that and mine never did that i'm curious if you were playing with them wrong or if these toys were really terrible? They were pretty terrible. I've often wondered if I could 3D print my own like strips for them now and make them say really funny things. But then I remember they wouldn't work. <laughs> A lot of controversy tonight on the Pop Rewind podcast. I know. Send your hate letters too. Lee yeah, is oh. awesome. What? What if we do a poll? So the Ninja Turtle things that you mentioned really do suck. So hashtag Team Lee. Or if you want to remain neutral like Linz and have no idea about these things, Team Linz. I don't think I like this poll. I don't know. I'm probably going to lose anyway because that's how it works. Yeah. Even the hardcore turtle fans be like, you know what? You're right. Those talking turtles, they were pretty awful. Ooh, we'll see we'll see we'll see i'm not talking about rarity scale or collectability i'm talking as a toy when you were age appropriate not that you know being 35 is not age appropriate hmm. but they weren't good they weren't fun that's too bad you know it was fun though what a binder full of ren and stimpy comic books those comics were great the powdered toastman versus spider-man issue i remember that I got that for Easter one year. <laughs> That's a great yeah, Easter I, present. 
I have the full collection of the Ren and Stimpy comics. And in sixth grade, I remember my teacher would get so pissed off at me because I wouldn't do my homework and I would forget all my textbooks at home. But God forbid I left my giant binder of Ren and Stimpy comic books anywhere but at my side. So I just have them with me at all times. She's like, oh, you forget your homework, but you don't forget your Ren and Stimpy comics? I see how it is. And she would get so mad. So I probably should have done some schoolwork instead of play with Ren and Stimpy comics. Maybe. I think you had your priorities straight, though. I could have learned math or maybe French. Yeah, math. You know, I had Mousetrap, and that was a game that I was always kind of disappointed with. Like, it was just so complicated to set up, and my parents would never help me with it because they're like, ah, the game's terrible, nobody would play it with me. So, like, the furthest I would get is, like, you know, put that first cage on the board and maybe the diver guy next to it. That's about it. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe once or twice I played with other people, but I was an only child. Well, I still am an only child. Uh, that ship has sailed. So I would only play Mousetrap by myself and I would just like set it all up and have fun with it. But yeah, it worked maybe 2% of the time. Yeah. And that's being generous. Too bad you didn't know anything about math to actually test the real percentage of it. You don't know enough either, so I feel pretty confident in my 2%. So another toy I had, sort of had, that I shouldn't have had, which I kind of also didn't have, was in second grade, during my birthday party, someone bought me this really cool set of rainbow clay. So after my birthday party was over, I was so jazzed to play with this rainbow clay. I went looking for it, and I couldn't find it anywhere. Okay. So... To this day, I think my mom realized that that would also get mashed into the carpeting and just hit it and got rid of it. Your mom didn't really appreciate fun, did she? She did not. (laughs) No puppy surprises, no cool board games, only mousetrap, you stay in your room. Like, what the heck? Yeah. I think it was the commercials that had the catchy jingles that really made you want a toy. Think about them. Like, uh, how about Crossfire? Crossfire. You'll get caught up in the crossfire. Oh, yeah, that's another one I never had. My neighbor had it, but he was uh, one of those weird kids. So we would go over, and his mom would not let us play with it. Or she oh. would bring it out, but we couldn't play with the little BBs that came with it. So, so, you know, the fun part of it. So you just, like, fired empty triggers? That's like Hungry Hungry Hippos <laughs> without the marbles. We just looked at the board game. My cousin had Crossfire, and I remember, like... By the time I visited him, it was like he didn't want to play it anymore. He'd already had his fun with Crossfire. And I'm like, come on, let's set it up. He's like, just going to make a mess. I'm like, come on. And we did. You should have brought Mousetrap with you and did a Tradesies. Yeah, yeah, because that would have worked out real well. You know, he ended up having to go to like a friend's birthday party or something. So I set up Crossfire and played myself. (laughs) Not really that exciting. And it wasn't like in the commercial where you fly in on, you know, this ninja star and like power glove away the other guy oh crossfire there were all these toys we didn't have as kids there are some we did have that maybe we shouldn't have had we're looking at you gack and the clay as an adult now that you can do you go back and repurchase some of these do you have uh you know a nightmare board game are you reading ren and stimpy comics outside your old school what are you doing That is funny you asked me that. Uh, Back in the late 90s, early 2000s, when I was thrifting a lot, I bought a ton of Gem and the Holograms dolls and even the Rock and Roadster. (laughs) 
Okay, that's actually pretty cool. But that was back when you could go to the uh, thrift store and find something for a decent price. And I was getting a lot of retro games and gaming consoles back then too. But currently, I've been buying trading cards, specifically the Superstars music cards. Do you have the whole set yet? Not yet, but I'm getting close. And why don't uh, why don't you remind everybody what I just gifted to you? Oh, some Rocketeer trading cards that look like they're impeccably brand new. Yeah, I bought them at this gift shop that sells rocks and mugs. And in the back room, there's just a pile of Rocketeer cards with a sign that said, all items must move. Please take me home. Yeah, I was surprised they actually charged me the 50 cents for them. Yeah, that's kind of steep. Um I actually found Superstar Music cards and some Terminator 2 Judgment Day cards at Toys R Us, just loose packs. I think someone found an old box in the back. Oh, that's a good deal. And they were, I think they were 50 cents each, but then I went online after I got the Superstar Music cards and decided I would buy an entire box. So over the weekend, my best friend and I drank three bottles of wine and opened all these card packs. So you could go as far as saying trading cards are your obsession of the day. They are. What about you? What have you been buying? Um, these days I'm trying not to buy things that don't serve a practical purpose because I'm trying to get rid of things. Malarkey. I know. Don't look at this giant Egon statue behind me. <laughs> Pay no attention to it. Uh, speaking of Ghostbusters stuff that I bought was pointless. Um, I remember when I first moved out on my own. I decided to buy a couple Ghostbusters things again for my childhood. I think I got that that Ghostbusters lunch tray. Do you remember you used to get those metal trays and you'd like eat oh. your SpaghettiOs on them? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I rebought one of those. The Ghostbusters Ectomobile play set, which was a pretty okay. cool play set. I can see that. And then uh, a few years ago, get this. So my mom sends me this package and she's like, you'll never believe what I found. And I open it up, and it's Ghostbusters pajamas, like, for a five-year-old. Yeah, right? She's like, I found your old Ghostbusters pajamas, which she doesn't know. I bought those, and I was like, 20. <laughs> what? Okay, I have a few questions. No, you don't. So that's all the time we have for the Pop Rewind podcast. Okay. <laughs> so did you let your mom know that they weren't no. your childhood? Okay. But I had um, the same ones when I was a kid. I guess maybe the more important question would be, why did you buy those? I don't know. I think that was also around the age, you know, you start to notice alcohol and you get ebay addictions drunkly bought that for soberly on ebay one night yeah and i gotta tell you it was not a gift soberly appreciated for 15 dollars oh for all i know they were my old pajamas and i just rebought them so i don't know why why i did this i think maybe i was like feeling nostalgic or something Uh, maybe i had plans to turn them into pillowcases i don't know I mean, I bought gem t-shirts that were too small for me that I crammed myself into for a little bit back when I was skinnier. And, you know, 
things happen on eBay late at night. Hey, maybe I thought I was going to lose some weight. It was it was a goal that didn't happen. That's your goal weight. So, yeah. I wanted to be 60 pounds again. Well, I guess that kind of wraps things up for toys. Now, I spoke earlier about my obsession of the day being trading cards. Of course. What's your obsession of the day? So, I guess lately I've been kind of obsessed with um, arcades. I went to an arcade expo a few weeks ago, and that was fun. I got to play the Back to the Future pinball again. I'm glad you finally got to experience that again. Again. Yeah, it'd been, again, about, again. It'd been about 20 years. So, that was fun. Um, and I got to say... I'm kind of obsessing over the new Ghostbusters movie, even since that podcast we did about it. Now, this is shocking to me. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I know you wouldn't have expected this. No, not at all. I mean, even doing that podcast, I was like, who am I co-hosting with? No, I, I, you know, nothing's ever going to be the first movie or this, you know, probably not the second movie again. Yeah. But, you know, last time there was a big movie I wanted to see. And everybody said, don't go see it. I didn't. And I recently mm-hmm. saw it. And it was actually pretty good. And that's Pixels. Really? Yeah, I know. They had like such horrible reviews. And at the time, I really wanted to see it. But the reviews kind of turned me off. And I'm like, it's mm-hmm. directed by the guy who directed Home Alone. I like Kevin James. You know, it was all video game theme. And I think it works as a movie. Maybe people will just expect more out of two hours of Hollywood entertainment now, but sometimes I just kind of want to have a little fun and move on with life, and that's Pixels. You know, that is that is funny that you say that, because at first I was excited about it, and then I kind of realized that the trailer didn't show any Adam Sandler, and yeah. then I was kind of skeptical, like, okay, they're, it looks like they're hiding something, and I don't want... I don't think it's a movie that adam sandler type hijink should be in i do enjoy sandler from time to time but i didn't think it was a good fit and then i saw rediscover the 80s talking about it and he liked it yeah i still i'm still really skeptical but now that you're saying it maybe maybe i'll give it a go i would say you know i'm gonna leave it at uh i think my recommendation for this podcast is to check out the movie pixels hmm there's a donkey kong scene in it that makes it worth it alone you know, I, I think I'm going to be the same boat as you that when I do see it and enjoy it, I'm going to be kicking myself for not seeing it on the big screen. So now that we're kind of wrapping up, I just want to remind everybody to vote for Team Lee. Let's not talk about it, even what we're voting for. And just know that Team Lens is wrong. So well, vote a Team a Lee reminder, for this podcast. If you're voting and thank Team you for Lee, listening to the you hate Pop Ninja Rewind Turtles. Podcast. No, you don't hate Ninja Turtles. <laughs> It's just you admit that some of the toys were a little less than stellar. And, and you know, maybe it's not a bad record. They put up hundreds of these things, allegedly. And if you vote Team Linz, uh, you pretty much have no opinion on it. Because, I mean, I didn't have Ninja Turtle toys growing up. I'd like to remind everybody that Linz did not have a Super Nintendo growing up. I had an Intellivision. I'm just saying. Her opinion in this matter is a little skewed. You had a Virtual Boy. But to be fair, I bought it when it was a discount at only $35. (laughs) (laughs) $35 too much. Agreed. Hey, wait, you have a virtual boy. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening to the Pop Rewind podcast. You can find us on social media at Pop Rewind or Pop Rewind Online. That's Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, Google+, probably other places. PopRewind.com. 
Oh, we have a website also. It's www.poprewind.com. Hey, I got to throw you, I got to throw you a really quick story about this. So, uh, one of my friends called me over the weekend and said he was looking up the prices of Ghostbusters action figures and said our website came up in the search results. And he was like, really? I just had to tell you that. Yeah. It's really funny because sometimes I'll look for things and I'm like, hey, I wrote that. <laughs> You're like, old cool. Oh. Yeah. Whoops. A lot of old Kool-Aid. Well, hey, that music means it is time to wrap up the Pop Rewind podcast. I've been Linz. And I've been Team Lee. Ah, Team Linz, you know it. Bye. Bye. PopRewind.com.